the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Amazing, it's Friday already. I sit in amazement at the speed of the weeks. And I have another theory, which will interest about mm, one-third of you. I believe that January is the fastest month. <laughs> one would think it's February, because it has 28 days, but look at, look at the date in January now. All right, so much for my time theories. I have uh, quite a number of items to get through in the first hour. Big deal is uh, happening in Canada. I mean, big deal. I have uh, not given up on Canadians, I'm happy to say. I had given up uh, uh, on Canada. I said it many times. I mean, they did elect this child named Trudeau. And they did elect the person who promised that the unvaccinated in Canada would be pariahs. Uh, But uh, listen to this. This is good from uh, Douglas McKinnon in Town Hall. I have never been more proud of my Canadian roots than during the last few days, as I have tracked the anti-vaccine mandate trucker convoy making its way across Canada. Let me see if I have a number for you, an approximate number of trucks in this convoy across Canada. Let's see, according to the Daily Mail, as many as 32,000 of the 160,000 Canadian and American cross-border truck drivers may be taken off the roads due to the mandate. All right, so that's because of the mandate. Okay, are you ready? Are you ready? The Toronto Sun estimated that up to 50,000 trucks could be participating. It would exceed the existing record by 10 times if it stays intact until its intended destination, which I believe is Ottawa, the capital, but I'm not sure. might be Toronto. And... In a list of demands, the organizers of the Freedom Convoy are calling for an end to vaccine passports and for the federal government to respect the rights of the unvaccinated. Okay, I have, a, I have an enormously significant question. I tried this with the Aaliyah Thomas, that cheat. Uh, and how many people in America were informed of the University of Pennsylvania mail who swims as a female and wins all the races. And it turned out to be zero. Not the New York Times, Washington Post, CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, NPR, PBS. Zero, nothing. So now I am curious. Canadian trucks, Canadian trucker strike, New York Times. Guess what? 
nothing. Nothing. All right, let's try another one. How about Canadian truckers? I mean, when you have, what is the, what is the number? 50,000 trucks across Canada in a strike against mandates? That's not news? Let's see, Washington Post. Washington Post. I'm not a touch typist, but I'm a good typist. And the answer is... Ah. Oh. So, yes, the Washington Post is covering it. Very nice. It's, uh, but listen to the headline. Canada police fear violence at trucker vaccine protest. <laughs> so it's about how dangerous it is. I wonder if they give a number. That would be another interesting thing, right? Canadian Trucking Alliance has estimated that about 15% of the truckers in Canada, as many as 16,000, are not fully vaccinated. Some with far-right views have latched onto the protest. So this is, so the New York Times ignores it, and the Washington Post defames it. That's, that's the way it works. That's how you get your news. I just thought you would find that of interest. I have no doubt that you do. And, uh, yes, what we have been hearing from some people associated with this convoy is completely unacceptable. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said there is a small fringe minority who are on the way to Ottawa and who are holding unacceptable views. Unacceptable views, that's right. Allow me to make a living. Well, I'll tell you, it will certainly affect the delivery of goods in Canada. Maybe people will awaken. Maybe. Again, McKinnon, I have never been more proud of my Canadian roots than during the last few days as I have tracked the anti-vaccine mandate trucker convoy making its way across Canada to its final destination of the national capital of Ottawa to scream out as one against the dictatorial edicts of the entrenched establishment elites who quote-unquote lead the country. I say that as one who has never been more ashamed of my American and Canadian roots. You were right. As I have been these past two years, while watching tens of millions of hard-working and decent citizens instantly roll over in blind obedience to power-crazed politicians, unelected bureaucrats, and alleged experts who systematically locked them down, destroyed their businesses, isolated and forced masked their children, brutally smeared and even destroyed the livelihoods of any doctor and scientist who dared to question the continually changing government policies, any possibility of harmful vaccine side effects, or suggested focused protection for those most vulnerable or exponentially raised the death toll via drug and alcohol overdoses, suicides, or patients who missed desperately needed treatments and screenings. Quite obscenely, mainly as a way to continually drive up their clickbait advertising revenue, much of the mainstream media has constantly featured either death dashboards from COVID 
or precisely how many people have been vaccinated and boosted. Anyway, this is a very big deal in Canada. Out of nowhere, it seems to me. Get a vaccine that we know does not uh, work for many people. In fact, for most people, it does not prevent COVID. The argument is it makes a milder COVID. All right. That was not what we were told in the beginning. And what about the number of people who have been adversely affected? It is never covered in the mainstream media. As I say all the time, we on the right know far more about what is happening in society than anyone on the left. Far more. We know what you know, but you don't know what we know. Leah Thomas was a great example. Ask your uh, liberal relatives, do you know anything about this uh, trans swimmer for the University of Pennsylvania women's swim team? I, I believe in most cases you will get a blank look. A GoFundMe initiative has already raised $6,365,000. That's a lot toward the protest since it was launched on January 14th, with organizers saying that the money will go toward the gas, food, and shelter of the participating truckers. But GoFundMe has frozen the raised monies until Tamara Litch, the secretary of Canada's Maverick Party and the fundraiser's organizer, provides a clear plan, quote-unquote, for how the money will be spent. Hmm. Is that what GoFundMe does? I'm surprised that they allowed this to even go on, the GoFundMe account. So, I'll keep you abreast of the Canadian truckers' strike. Top doctors refused Daily Mail. Top doctors refused to give their own kids a third shot as studies find chances of vaccinated boys between 12 and 17 being hospitalized are 0.3 out of 100,000. Is is the internet going to take down the Daily Mail? Back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Small investors shamed Wall Street by running the price of certain stocks up to the detriment of the big hedge funds. Social media and trading platforms then kept investors from buying that stock. A financial war and a fight for control is being waged against Americans. With all of this volatility, it's never been more important to protect your net worth and own precious metals as part of your portfolio. Nick Rovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has always been fair and honest with my precious metals holdings. With over 40 years experience and tens of thousands of satisfied clients, Nick will help you make informed decisions. Now, more than ever, it's a good time to own tangible assets like gold, silver, and platinum. AmFed can show you smart choices which have been proven winners time and time again. Call Nick at 800-221-7694. 800-221-7694. That's 800-221-7694. 
When I uh, look at this Canadian response, which is, uh, t- for me, totally out of nowhere, this the largest truck convoy in history of striking truck truckers who are more important to society than Justin Trudeau. You can do without Justin Trudeau. You can't do without truckers. <laughs> Quite simple. It tells me, and I, I don't want to get overly optimistic, because there's been more reason for pessimism than optimism, certainly with regard to Canada, which has supinely elected this child. There, Something might be happening in, in parts of the West. A conservative nascent movement has been created by the left's overreach that's the that's the possible silver lining a lot of people are understanding the damage the utter and total damage done by the left to every beautiful institution there's nothing the left does not destroy nothing it's all it knows how to do. That and increase their power through expanding and ever-expanding government. People like the idea of single-payer. Ah, single-payer. All doctors will be told how much they can get for any procedure. Just out of curiosity, do you think doctors will be as ambitious to be great doctors when they are salaried professionals? I don't. Anyway, the diminution of doctors into robots is is uh, going full speed ahead. Doctors make fewer and fewer decisions about patients. They put in the computer the characteristics of the patient's complaints and the computer spews forth or spits out what they should do and that for many doctors is it that's why so many doctors are opposed to ivermectin and allow patients to die the number of doctors who've allowed an untold number of americans to die is one of the more disconcerting aspects of the past year They read the New York Times more than they read medical journals. They would know how good ivermectin is in the early stages and as a prophylactic. Likewise, hydroxychloroquine and zinc. But instead, if you advocate it and you are a doctor, you can lose your license if you merely prescribe it. Has this happened in the past? Prescribing a perfectly safe, proven drug? Safe for like quarter to a half century and you lose or capable of of having your license revoked or suspended as a doctor has this happened before has it happened ever that pharmacies double check on doctors has this ever happened but there is no rebellion among doctors if there is a herd instinct you will find it among doctors and professors The best educated are the most sheep-like. 
You are educated to be a sheep. I mean that sincerely. You are not educated to question. You are educated to obey. So I was mentioning to you this Daily Mail article. Two of the nation's top doctors said they refused to give their own kids a COVID booster shot as vaccinated teenage boys have a low risk of hospitalization. But the likelihood of myocarditis and inflammation of the heart is higher. Get that? You're vaccinating your child is a form of child abuse. You mean well. Mean well means nothing. That, that's a phrase you should always keep in mind. Mean well means nothing. The amount of horrible things done by people who meant well is almost equal to the amount of horrible things done. Dr. Monica Gandhi, an infectious disease specialist at the University of California, and Dr. Paul Ofit, director of the Vaccine Education Center at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, and a member of the FDA's Vaccine Advisory Committee, well, I can't get more establishment than that, told journalist David Zweig in a piece published in Barry Weiss's Substack, Common Sense, that the benefits of a booster for teen males, the benefits of a booster for teen males, are outweighed by the possible side effects. These are doctors saying this. One of the most common serious side effects for a teen from a COVID booster jab was myocarditis, a rare heart inflammation case that occurs in males at almost nine times the rate of females, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Both Gandhi and Ofit, who have advocated for the vaccine, have advocated for the vaccine, and gotten themselves and their children vaccinated, claimed the CDC was premature in advising teens to get a COVID booster when they did that on January 5th. Gandhi says... I am not giving my 12- and 14-year-old boys boosters. The U.S. and Germany among the few countries that have recommended booster shots for everyone 12 and up. The CDC is corrupt. It's morally corrupt, if not financially corrupt, though I believe both. The U.K. and Finland only recommend it for teens with serious medical conditions. Denmark, Sweden, Japan, and Spain have approved boosters for adults only. We shall return. The Dennis Prager Show. All of you out there know that MyPillow doesn't have their box stores or any shopping channels. They've been part of this canceled culture, and they want to pass on the savings directly to you. You can get the lowest price in the history of MyPillow for their classic standard MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with the promo code. They also have queen size, regularly $79.98, now $24.98 with the promo code. Or king size, regularly $89.98, only $29.98 with your promo code. My pillow is not just pillows, they have over 150 products, everything from sleepwear to my new beds. 
Promo code also works on mystore.com and frankspeech.com. Go to mypillow.com or call 800-761-6302. Use the promo code Prager to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his standard MyPillow. That's mypillow.com, promo code Prager or 800-761-6302. Hi there, y'all. Why would you give your child a booster? I don't know why you would. I don't know why these doctors gave their children the original vaccines. Now that it's acknowledged that at least with the booster, the child is more likely to be hurt than to be helped. This has been revelatory to half of America. How we are governed by a combination of fools and tyrants. And that is really all, and and corrupt, and corrupt people. Donald Trump hinted at it in his administration that there is a swamp in Washington. I never knew it. I, I heard the letters FBI and CIA, and I thought of dedicated people to the service of our country. I'm sure there are some, but their leaders are as corrupt as the leaders of any corrupt country in the world. We have learned this about the CDC and the NIH. We have learned this about the journals of medicine, Lancet, the most prestigious New England Journal of Medicine. They have political agendas now rather than pure devotion to truth in science. So it has been an awakening. This has taken place all through history when people begin to rebel against the corruption of the elites, of the powerful. I'm reading a history of the, of the uh, Enlightenment, and of course it touches on a lot of history of medieval Europe. And gradually over time people started to realize corrupt officials not not representing Christianity as they understood it and that led to a rebellion against the authorities and rebellion against the secular authorities in all the 1848 revolutions power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely famous phrase of Lord Acton I believe the Viceroy or whatever the title was of, of, I believe, Egypt for Britain in the 19th century. Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. That has been the history of mankind. One of the many reasons I have contempt for the, the view that human nature is basically good A childish, childlike view has nothing in common with any major religion or any major philosophical doctrine prior to the Enlightenment. I still can't figure out how many of the Enlightenment leaders believe people were basically good. By the way, I never said people were basically evil. I'm cited as saying it because people distort what they distort arguments they cannot refute. You are somewhat of a fool 
may be a sweet, lovable, darling fool if you believe human nature is basically good. The founders knew that we're not. The human being is not basically good, so they didn't trust them with power. That's why we are a republic and not a democracy. That is why we have three branches of government, so that they can check the other. There's no check on presidential power today, virtually none. You give government single-payer health, it will be in charge of your health. Do you think rational, good, solely devoted to medical progress people will determine even if they were, it's too much power to give to people. How 330 million, 350 million, at some point 400 million people, how they will be treated when they are ill will be determined by one central voice, one central power. You think that's a good idea? One eight Prager seven seven six eight seven seven two four three triple seven six. Every single month, practically, I bring to you another hate crime hoax. College fix: Students alleged KKK recruited on campus vandalized black girl's door. Yes, but it wasn't done by white racists. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So they were all up in arms, so to speak. At uh, the University of Utah, over uh, the Ku Klux Klan recruiting on campus. I don't think the Ku Klux Klan has enough members to even send out recruiters. So, if I just heard about this now, and there is zero proof. It was a lie that the KKK was recruiting at the University of Utah. We have lies about white racism on an almost weekly basis. I mean, we have lies about it on an hourly basis, but I mean specific examples like this one. And they all turn out to be false they're hoaxes. 
I wrote a whole article on race hoaxes. Race hoaxes is one of the proofs of how little racism there is. If there was real racism, nobody would need to have a hoax, correct? Hoaxes prove that there is so little racism in the United States. People have to make it up. So the university, of course, went into damage control, not over the lie, but over believing that the KKK was not only recruiting, but there had been feces smeared on a black girl's dorm door. There is zero proof. Everything is monitored. There is zero proof that there was anything smeared on her door. My instinct, whenever I hear about these cases on colleges, is to assume it's a lie. My instinct is right thus far in every case that I have followed. That's right. Remember, if you're committed to truth, you can't be a leftist. It's not possible. You could be a liberal, although you're a weak liberal, because if you know the truth, why would you vote for the left? But at least you could know the truth if you're a liberal. And if you're a conservative, you can't if you are on the left. So more on this this uh, truly narcissistic individual who is, a, who is just a cheat and an ego-centered person, this Leah Thomas, the male who says he's a female and swims on the women's team. So... Uh, He apparently, on occasion, in the locker room with the quote-unquote other women, exposes himself, because it's the locker room after all. So all the women swimmers get the delight of seeing the man's genitalia. He doesn't even have the decency to cover them up. He's, He's a lowlife. He's a nothing. He is getting this attention, and he loves it. She loves it. He, she loves it. They love it. Z love it. Z love it. To the New York Times, as I read to you yesterday, New York Times regards Leah Thomas as a hero. If you want the moral distinction between left and right, read the New York Times. And it is as clear as day. They think that Leah Thomas is a hero. We think Leah Thomas is a punk. Okay? It's pretty clear. I didn't know he walks around with his genitals exposed the locker room. Oh, and not only that, the swimmers have told, a few have mentioned privately, he wants sex with them. It's quite a woman. Sharing a locker room with transgender swimmer Leah Thomas has become a point of contention for some, for some of her University of Pennsylvania teammates who feel uncomfortable changing in the private space with someone undergoing gender transition, the Daily Mail can reveal. It's definitely awkward because Leah still has male body parts and is still attracted to women, one swimmer on the team told DailyMail.com in an exclusive interview. <laughs> oh, God. 
the whole th- this is a hoax Leah Thomas is as much a woman as I am Leah Thomas has told her teammates that she dates women she dates women and has male genitalia but we have to say she she stated that team members have raised their concern that is the swimmer has with the coach trying to get Thomas ousted from the female locker room but got nowhere multiple swimmers have raised it multiple different times the UPenn swimmer said the University of Pennsylvania another corrupt Philadelphia institution but we were basically told that we could not ostracize Leah by not having her in the locker room and that there's nothing we can do about it that we basically have to roll over and accept it or we cannot use our own locker room see that what do the parents of these girls think why aren't they protesting you love your daughters why wouldn't you protect them I'll tell you why you're more scared of Philadelphia media or national media than you are of the harm done to your daughter that is why I wrote and said last month, I believe, or two months ago, I used to think that love or hate were the, was the greatest and most powerful emotion. I was wrong. The most powerful is fear. People will sell their daughters down the tube out of fear of being ostracized. That's it. I don't, I don't want to lose my Facebook friends. So I'll let my daughter and all of her ambitions and work in swimming be for naught. We shall return. The Dennis Prager Show. Hello, all. I remind you that the University of Pennsylvania has banned its female swimmers from talking to the press. Harvard has banned its female swimmers from talking to the press. These were once prestigious institutions. They are now cowards. Woke cowards. Is there a woke, courageous person? You don't need any courage to be woke. (laughs) So the question is moot, as they say. Multiple swimmers have raised the issue multiple different times, the University of Pennsylvania swimmer said. But we are basically told that we could not ostracize Leah by not having her in the locker room. And there's nothing we can do about it. We basically have to roll over, accept it, or we can't use our own locker room. Now listen. It's really upsetting because Leah doesn't seem to care how it makes anyone else feel. This guy, Leah Thomas, is pathologically narcissistic. And that is why the New York Times loves him. Narcissism is an aspect of leftism. The hell with society. I want to do what I want to do. If I want to be naked with my male genitals in a female locker room, all I need to do is say, I, I'm a girl. And everybody must roll over. The 35 of us 
are just supposed to accept being uncomfortable in our own space and locker room for, like, the feelings of one. That is correct. School's reaction? The school released a terse statement last month. This is the University of Pennsylvania, where you're dying to get your child into. That it was offering mental health services to student-athletes. Because you are mentally ill if you think a person with male genitalia who wants to have sex with you can be naked in the locker room with you under university auspices. You must be mentally ill. Right? The swimmer who spoke with Daily Mail said only two or three members actually support the status quo. Still, most others are scared to speak out with the schools prohibiting students from talking to the media. There are a lot of cowards who don't want to cause any kind of conflict, she said. That's right. Courage is the answer. Happiness Hour coming up. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 